Hello and welcome to another episode of the Laura Sanzo podcast with your host, Laura Sanzo. Everyone's perception of the world is different based on their model of the world, and her goal is to celebrate that by building the most inclusive self-development podcast. Laura and her guests share their stories and share invaluable strategies from the world of science, spirituality, business, health, personal relationships, and everything in between. We cover it all. Get inspired, learn to welcome adversity, understand the failures only feedback, and get ready to hear discussion on some of the most important issues facing us today. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Laura Sanzo Podcast. You are in such a treat today with today's episode. I'm going to let the guests introduce themselves, but you guys are going to love this episode. Listen, Anzi, I'll let you both introduce yourselves. Sure. Thanks, Laura, for having us. We're so excited for this conversation. So I'm Sam. And I'm Aussie. <laughs> and we've kind of developed our brand of Keep It Saucy. So <laughs> together we make up Saucy. Aussie and Sam. Saucy. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys sound like you said that, said this before. So. <laughs> Actually, that was just like flowing out of us. Yeah. <laughs> So no, but we're um we're really excited because we've actually, I guess for any of your listeners um who might not know, but we've kind of known Laura maybe for we've made you maybe known you for like one or two years already. So when, yeah, two. I think more than two. More than two, because when we met, it was like very much, I think, in the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like it was Okay. So, yeah, we were all very much <laughs> online, yeah. and I happen to be all these incredible people from the states, right? <laughs> and um, recently, we had this opportunity, or whatever you might want to call it, to be on um a Netflix series called The Ultimatum: Queer Love, and so yeah, yeah. we've kind of life has happened in the last <laughs> few months or so. <laughs> And I and I remember when you had told us you were recording something, and I think this was, you had finished. I think when we f- recorded the first podcast episode together, which I want to like bring people's attention to because it was such a powerful episode. I want to make sure. Okay, I'll do that now since I just brought it up. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to an episode that Samantha did with myself and Shermaine, which is a mutual friend of all of ours on diversity and inclusion, you're gonna want to do that. It was such. An amazing episode where we really allowed people to have space to come as they are and to unmask. And I asked Samantha and Ozzy here today to really deep dive more into that conversation. And so I remember to your point about the show, I remember it was, I think it was just during one of those, we were having so many online interactions because there was nothing really open. You had mentioned that you filmed something and there wasn't really much you can say about it. And it was, you know, such a great experience. So it was, it was amazing for us to now be able to see him. And I watched every episode. And I'm being biased, of course. We were my favorite couple. Hence <laughs> why I asked you both here today. Because Oh, no, but we didn't finish introducing you. Sam, continue. Yeah. And Ozzy. Well, Ozzy, you go for it. Well, <laughs> I, I guess I'm excited because I am passionate about the healing journey that I've been on. You know, I'm an advocate for mental health and, you know, equality in all aspects, you know, from, you know, climate justice, environmental protection through to, you know, social and economic justice and just, you know, self-improvement uh, and development in our own healing healing journey to be the best versions of ourselves. So that's why I'm excited to talk to you with a spiritual lens today. And that's something that's very prevalent in my life and both of our relationships. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay, yeah. I just say, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say this is also like very apt because I am a tarot healer. That's what mm-hmm. I call my sessions. And so we were kind of excited to have this conversation with someone who's also very much into, you know, spiritual practices and spirituality and how that shows up. And so, yeah, we get to kind of have this conversation in a very different capacity than we've gotten to so far. <laughs> Definitely. And, you know, I think on that note, people can take what there resonates with them from it and what may not resonate. But I just want to take a moment before we get started to really just highlight how happy you look, Sam. <laughs> You're always glowing and you look happy, but it's just like at a different level right now. So that's obviously <laughs> a testament to you, Ozzy. So 
Oh, I, Thank you. I say that Sam is just flying high and she's yeah, you get- always vibing up there and it's just it, it's so inspiring to watch her and um, yeah you know be in her energy <laughs> yeah like the show actually sparked us on many a healing journey so. for sure yeah so if it's okay why don't I can I explain why I asked you here based on what I saw from the show as both of you yeah. operating as a couple. Yeah. You know, I, I obviously Ozzy's vulnerability, you're vulnerability, Sam. I thought I just thought it was amazing for you both to really show people and aspire on people how powerful it can be when a couple is working together versus away from each other, if that makes sense. I find with this type of work um, we were talking a little bit before we started recording. I find that one person is usually doing a lot of the work. And we know when something like that happens, usually what's going to happen is that person is going to vibrationally just <laughs> mm-hmm. right start outgrowing people around them. Um, so I thought it was super powerful that that did happen to the both of you. That you, exactly what you just said, also, you kind of feed off each other's growth, which mm-hmm. I think is amazing because I think for a lot of couples, re- regardless if they're a straight couple, same-sex couples, people get intimidated by the other person's growth or it's just you know they're doing individual individual growth and not together so I thought it was that was my biggest takeaway from watching you both on the show was just how you both work and sing and that's not easy to do that's really shedding your ego and allowing yourself to show up raw yeah oh yeah and I see you both that's like one of the biggest things that I think we found that wasn't quite understood by uh, like the majority, because obviously we know that not everyone watching reality shows is like tuned in to spirituality. <laughs> <laughs> and there was very much the sense of not quite understanding what it looks like to challenge ourselves to learn how to hold space in, you know, situations that seem like, oh, get out of there or like that's not good for you but Mm. it's like in those moments we each got what we were meant to from that which was like even for me one of them was being able to hold more space and like not needing to tend to things like right away in this moment right and so that's hard to really um show through an edited reality show but that was a lot what was happening like internally was holding more space was really important for me and yeah and and that's not to say you know if you are in a toxic relationship that you don't take the cues and and leave (laughs) but when you are doing this conscious partnership work that I I love that term yeah that's actually what I was calling in when I was you know before I met Sam yeah and I manifested her (laughs) Um, to do the work because in my past relationships is that you know you get to this stage of your relationship where you know the rubber meets the road and now it's time to you know address some of the deeper stuff that's going to surface naturally in in the you know partnership from your day-to-day interactions and it's just to be able to pay attention to that. And if you're both doing the work internally, then you know that the symptoms that are showing up isn't about the symptoms, it's something deeper. And so when you're both on the same page about that work and that direction and the purpose of that relationship, this relationship, then you are able to do the individual healing work and then come together and also hold space give space sometimes and then also you know go and you know support your partner if if they need it and show up no matter how scary that might feel or how intimidating that might feel but to be able to do that work together is such a um it's been a blessing and that's what I've been trying to call in for you know the longest time so I'm just very appreciative of what we've got yeah it's not easy (laughs) it's not easy Um, but it is so worth it and so rewarding so yeah that's what the show actually kick-started oh yeah (laughs) do you feel that is just the catalyst for even more growth with you guys oh yeah oh absolutely absolutely and granted some of it maybe came at us like a thousand folds (laughs) you know kind of like moderation so catalyzing is definitely like a good, but like really like here it all is like in 
two months time and then you know you're gonna have some space and then all of a sudden like when the release came out it was another kind of just like burst all like at once and so there was a lot of this like very short time span of everything just like going yeah, yeah. so very much so <laughs> It's been such an interesting, even like Sam was saying, when the release came out. So there was, you know, other things that came up, you know, watching mm -hmm. yourself, yeah. <laughs> you know, interacting in the way that, you know, the dramatization, the narrative that you're given was yeah. another level that I had to dig deep and be okay with, you know. So there was just so many opportunities for uh, deeper healing, deeper realizations and, you know, going inward. But very challenging. <laughs> and actually, this is a very weird thing of like, everything came out a year and a half later. So it's like, we had gone through so much. And then we had this year and a half of like, processing things and healing things. And, and then they're coming up again. All of a sudden, it was just like, wait, that was just like a year and a half ago. <laughs> We're not the same person anymore. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. And how long have you guys been together prior to? The record, a like, year and a half. half. Yeah, a year and a half. To two years before yeah. that. Before yeah. filming. And so it, it was at that, like for me, at that, you know, what you would call the uh, power struggle stage in a relationship. Mm. <laughs> the ripe stage of, or, you know, now, now, you know, you can choose to leave and go, this is too hard and, you know, separate. Or you can decide to do the work take it on and really see it for what it is so that was where we're at you know the stuff that we brought into the show were natural things but then you've got the stuff with the show you know like my first trial marriage partner that I had to bring into this and so it was just other pressures on top of pressures that we already had but it was really good opportunity. And then the opinions and judgments of like thousands of people. That, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> on on your relationship when there's Did you, you know, want to turn off your comments on on Instagram? Oh my god. Yeah, especially <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a moment of self-reflection and really going deeper with because it I thought I was prepared for it, but I really wasn't. And it gave me first experience of um what other people in the public eye might be going through with such harsh judgment and harsh, you know, comments. Um, you know, so it, it was another level that I had to go not caring about what other people think, you know, knowing my why, why I did this, my original reason for wanting to help other people not feel alone on their healing journey. So it was really challenging. Um, and I'm so grateful I had Sam and my, you know, circle of support with that but it showed me how detrimental uh social media is to your mental health it, it really showed me firsthand so yeah yeah and you know that i love human design <laughs> that actually became something that was really helpful for us after mm -hmm. filming because i was working with like well and still am like a spiritual therapist and she is a manifester which is what aussie is right. and and then myself being a projector, even looking back at the show, it's like, hmm, I wonder how much of that manifester mm -hmm. anger was coming out of like, <laughs> I don't know don't what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> and then there's like me as a projector, just like seeing how everything flows together and like putting pieces together. And I'm like, I think that, that actually kind of had something to do with um, our experiences there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I really feel Ozzy really, you really help hold your boundaries you do such an amazing job doing that because oh, yeah. i'm i know that could not have been easy it was not as a uh a people pleaser uh codependent and it was actually my first time like standing up for myself and taking like so that was something that i was really appreciative that it forced me to do that yeah um yeah but yeah i there was so many personal growth that i had in going through the mechanics of the whole thing, you know, from the change overnight when, you know, I felt that Sam didn't support me, when my character 
was being attacked, you know, by mm. my transgender partner and not being able to move in with Sam that night. I had to be on my own. I had to go inward and not rely on outside support because I had, I was messaging people. I was trying to call people. None of, no one was available, but that was the universe. Universe is the like, universe no, is like, no, you're going to deal with this on your own. You're going oh to like, face your, you know, inner critic that you're not lovable, that you are, you're being abandoned. Um, so I had to sit with that the whole night. I couldn't sleep till 3 a.m. that morning. And so it really forced me to do the work. <laughs> and I, all I had my tools in my tool bag at the time was my spirituality. So I had to go in, I had to dig deep, and it made me do the things that I would normally, if I had my support system in the outside world, would have been there and, and would have alleviate, uh, alleviated the, the pressure. But, yeah, so I'm grateful for all those things, but it was so freaking hard, you know. <laughs> so that year. Yeah. <laughs> that year and a half in between completing it and it being aired, how do you feel it really altered your relationship oh that was really really challenging actually probably even more challenging than after everything was released and it was a weird time to be like not able to talk about what happened or like what we went through and you know at the end of it we had an engagement out of it but like couldn't talk about it or (laughs) (laughs) so it was like just a really weird time of like this isolation and trying to unpack some of the stuff that had come up during filming with like this whole idea of trust and like abandonment or yeah like it brought up a lot I mean the trauma that was you know shown um I I didn't even know it was going to come out. I mean, I know I've got a history of trauma, but I didn't know it was going to come out in that way. And so it was really difficult to process all of that and manage the relationship. Now you've got trust issues and, you know, all the other stuff. So it it, it was actually, um, I would say I went through a um, another spiritual awakening, like another level of spiritual awakening you know, went through the dark night of soul for sure, (laughs) went through the void, you know, and then coming out on the other end with a different set of core values, totally different. Like it's crazy. (laughs) Like I'm a different person with different outlook, um, but it took a lot to just go through all of that process, all of that, and then slowly, slowly come out and, and, yeah. and, you know, start putting into practice some of the other stuff because, yeah, it, it, it took, it, like, it took my legs out, basically. It was yeah. kind of like an identity crisis. Yeah. 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 And but so I really, go ahead. Oh, but I'm just, I'm, I'm saying, I, I'm really grateful for it because I am now a different person with, you know, things that I know I cared about that mattered to me, that don't matter right so I was carrying that stuff around with me for the longest time but now it's it's like a a, a refresh a renewal and I love um, that. a lighter a lighter being yeah yeah so uh, while Ozzy was showing that side I felt that you really leaned into using your voice which was super powerful to see how, how did that feel <laughs> It felt on national TV too. (laughs) I know. I'm like, it felt really good. And it was very like empowering. And like, in retrospect, my only thing is like, I wish I had certain tools to know how to like also validate Aussie's experience at the time. But I'm not like judging myself. I didn't know what was happening on the other side, you know. But I feel like I've been able to kind of like that got the momentum going and I was really able to kind of play with that version of myself that I wanted to be or that I was envisioning for myself and I'm like what why wouldn't I just do it like I have no like there's no ties to who I am while I'm stepping into this new space so I might as well just see what happens and so I kind of just like used it as almost like my practice grounds for like oh what does this empowered self look like and like what does it feel like and 
what I got from it really was like this renewed sense of confidence in myself. And especially with like the infamous dog fight, it was like getting to really have that light bulb moment of like, what am I doing here? Why am I like being uh, like, why am I fighting with who I am? And like what my own interests are, or like, you know, but like someone that I barely met, like, why? Why is their opinion affecting me this much? And so it really gave me this opportunity to be like, okay, hold on, let's back up here. I'm, I, I know who I am. And so with that, I was just able to kind of build on it and just start stepping into that person. And um, so I got to kind of take that with me from there. <laughs> I love that because how we're all derailed by other people's opinions, mm-hmm. right? Regardless of the work that we do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it shows up where you haven't completed, right? So it keeps showing up in, in different ways and it allows you to, you know, take the opportunity to go deeper and deeper and, you know, release more. Yeah. 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 Was there anything that really surprised you of each other that hadn't even come up the two years prior? Yeah. That recent recent revelation during during the show and like after or just in general because it was probably a callus from that as well oh yeah yeah Yeah. recently we had a big revelation about our trust issues you know for both of us and tying it back to our past experiences being betrayed basically by people we trusted Mm -hmm. so that was not just in like a, a romantic partnership but friendships yeah. in our business and, and work workplace. settings, um, you know, in, in our family uh, settings. So it was really, really enlightening to tie that back. Yeah, we've had just like interesting conversations that, of course, seem so unrelated, but it's just our way of having the conversation come up that we really need to have. So some of them could be as silly as like what are we going to eat today and somehow that turns into a thing and then we find out that it was like oh wait this is tied to my childhood some way <laughs> we've had so many of those where it's just like okay yeah that was just the means to get to here and so we kind of like trace some of the conflicts that we had when we had moved back together in the show of like where that kind of lack of trust and that those underlying feelings of betrayal kind of played into where we were having our disconnects and like why Aussie was kind of feeling like I wasn't being supportive or understanding or any of those things and like just the way that we were both showing up it was like oh I see it's because there's this underlying like fear that we're going to be left in the dust or we're going Mm. to put ourselves out there and it's all just gonna be thrown in our faces and so there was like that came up only within the last couple Couple of weeks weeks. yeah so it was very recent that we tied that back to all of that and having like having that vulnerable conversation about it Mm -hmm. you know without your armor without your judgment and um, all of that like just really honestly talking about it um and that was very healing for the both of us mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so you're both very obviously open to the healing process and welcome it really what would you say to somebody that's going to listen who they themselves are on this journey of healing but may not be with a partner that understands it or sees any values in it or just doesn't speak that language really i've been in that situation before so and you know the thing is that it's not a, it's not about the other person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it never is about the other person. So it's you focusing on your work, what's coming up for you, and naturally following you know the evidence down that road and keeping you know your business as your business as no one else's business. So do if you're doing that on your own then naturally, as you said earlier, you will vibrate (laughs) to a situation, Mm -hmm. to a place where things will happen naturally, where that relationship, if it's meant to be for you, will come with you or will naturally fall away. So you really don't have to worry about whether that's the right person for you or not. 
you just have to focus on you and what's coming up for you and doing the healing work for you and then everything else will take care of itself so and I think for me it came down a lot to like trust in being guided trust Mm. that everything is happening as it's meant to and when I was really able to develop that sense of trust, I then was able to process everything in a whole new way. So even when it comes to like, oh, this person is doing this to me or that situation happened to me, it's like approaching everything from what am I meant to learn from this? What is coming up for me? And kind of taking it all back down to like, how do I feel about this and why and being able to explore that. Because if I already just take everything as it's happening for a reason, or if I even just give it the benefit of the doubt, even if I'm just like, there's no way this has to do with anything, just giving it that openness of like, well, maybe let's just see. And it'll, it really allows for like, these revelations to happen or these dots to just kind of like, you know, I, I kind of always envision these like two ends of a cord finally just going like that and connecting together. And it's like, oh, I get it. But without that kind of openness, then yeah. it's so easy to just feel like life is happening to us all the time. Yeah. And that just makes it really difficult. And <laughs> that's just like trying to run up a hill and you got the you have like the bands pulling you back. And um, there's just yeah, all of that friction and resistance. And so I've just kind of like done my best to detach from everything and, and like not assign meanings to everything because that's just what it seems like it probably is, but allow it to like show itself. So yeah, just that trust has been really key for me. I love that. So you both were really representative of the spiritual world on the show. I love like the little narratives that came up and, you know, especially from Sam. So how did that feel that you, know, as much as it must've been empowering, it couldn't have been always easy to be surrounded by a group of people that may not be on the same journey or even may even hold the same belief systems. Right. Right. Yeah, right. So, I think <laughs> we're expecting that. And I mean, the actual real motivation um, for saying yes to the show was to uh, I guess implement that <laughs> in in that genre where it's never seen. So um, you know, going into it knowing that was our intention and setting that intention, um, it it allowed for you know whatever come up to use that experience as a way you know for anything to come up that allows our own you know spiritual growth and our own self development. So we had that intention going into it. You know, five. Let's do this five D. You know, let's do this 5D and let's let's try and uplift the, you know, consciousness of the people around us, hopefully, yeah. maybe, um, the people that are going to be watching the show, hopefully, maybe. Um, so, yeah, that was our intention. I think, we, I think we just felt like a divine calling to it. Mm-hmm. It felt like everything about it mm-hmm. just felt like we were being led there. And at the time... Um, I was working with our mutual friend, Gita, and I was um, under her spiritual mentorship. And so I was like, also really like getting primed for it before I even knew that it was <laughs> going to be happening. And of course, divine timing that she like and I were trying to connect. And then, of course, as we're about to get on the road and drive down to San Diego, she calls me and I'm like, oh, hey, we're going to be on like a three hour drive. So let me just take this call. And that was like, of course, the universe was like coming in and mental preparation, emotional preparation and <laughs> that also helped kind of um, put me in that mindset of like, you know, I'm gonna do my best to approach things from 5D. I've been doing my work. I'm like easier said than done, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So everything was kind of just like coming together. And so everything about it, we're just like, we're not gonna totally know what we're doing this for, like what it's meant for, but we just feel like this wild experience of like being asked to be on the show like for that to even happen and then for us to have this belief that we were gonna get it (laughs) where did that come from (laughs) how did it feel being one of the very few couples to be together at the end 
you were one of two couples, right? Just- we were one of two, but as of like earlier this year, we're the only ones. Okay, and so, engaged, right? So yeah. so everyone else has parted ways, except how did that. that must feel <laughs> that really is a testament to you both, obviously, in the work that you do, but how open you are to the work. Oh yeah. I think so. Um not to, you know, say that the others didn't do the work or or, you know, they're on their path as well. But I felt like we got a lot out of it, you know, and it wasn't like, oh, we're going to stay together or we're going to really go on this and just mm-hmm. leave with somebody else. But it was just leaving it up to the universe and, and doing what was in our control to control. So it was just how are we reacting in the situation? What are things are coming up? So basically following that, and the result was staying together you know the result was growing together so that's been um you know obviously awesome (laughs) but at the same time um I think yeah I'm appreciative of the opportunity that we had to do you know the work to get here and I feel well before we drove down there for filming we had some pretty like deep conversations and we both really surrendered it Mm -hmm. and the relationship to the powerful we 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 actually had a conversation and we were like ourselves first and is if this is meant to be the relationship will be at the end of it but we really did surrender that to the universe of like we're going to allow each other to go on our own journey as we're meant to and not have that ties of holding each other back from anything and so we really like came to terms with that before and I think that that had a big difference um and so it really was like that was like our ultimate surrendering before we we went on there and I would love to stay here for a second with the both of you because you know we're just human nature for us to want to control um especially in relationships especially for those that have those attachment issues right and outcomes for everything not just relationships really so what does that look like for somebody that's going to listen or watch in terms of that surrendering? Because you make it sound so easy. We just we just surrendered our relationship going on a show with like 10 other strangers, right? <laughs> Definitely not easy. No. Especially so, for someone that is uh, anxiously attached. Um so yeah, it, it, the mechanics definitely like it, it really was an going inward process for me. And really looking at what's coming up, you know, and here's the person over here telling me that, no, I'm not abandoning you. No, I'm not. Um, I'm not saying I don't love you. I'm not saying I don't support you, but I'm mm-hmm. feeling all my might that that's what they're doing. That's what that's showing up for me. And so it's really going inward, really going, drilling down, you know, through all like all of I'm using all of my tools, meditation, you know, somatic experiencing, um, you know, you know, getting support. I wish there was mental health support, but doing that work and relying on that really helped to take baby steps, you know, despite how you're feeling and not allowing your, you know, inner critic or your conditioning, your upbringing, all the things like you're not, you're not lovable to take over. Um, and it's really looking at your shadow, you know, in the face. <laughs> and I think for me, I would probably bring it down to those like core foundations of like that trust. So as these opportunities were kind of just flowing towards us and we were really sitting with them and allowing like our, you know, inner guidance or our inner beings to kind of like show us the way, right? And so we had been asking for certain healing or coming together. And this so happened to be the means for us, just as for others, I firmly believe that it was meant to break people apart because they were having difficulties doing it otherwise and so I think it's really just like approaching things from that level of like things are happening as they're meant to and just because our coming together ended up being solidified by a reality show (laughs) I mean that was just the way it was meant to do it for us and for others it's really 
um, allowing our own kind of inner guidance to like guide us towards what is meant for us. And so that's going to look different for everybody. And it's like going back to that sense of self and like, what are we really asking for? We're asking for healing. We're asking for either coming together or that knowing that we should go our separate ways. Like that was our sense of like, it was going to give us what we were seeking. And it did. It was a journey and we're still on it. But it it absolutely yeah. did all those things that we had been asking for. Yeah. How long were you there in total? It was about two months. That's a, it felt that's, like two years. That's a that's a big chunk of time. Right, yeah. right. It's very intensive. Yeah. It really felt like a, a boot camp of you know, emotional like uh, <laughs> emotional processing. Yeah. I, for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, I really hope people do um there's so much to learn from it even as a reality show and I, you know i'm sure there's something to learn from any reality show because human behavior is so fascinating in right. itself <laughs> right so when you're able to watch something with an open heart and an open mind and an openness to learn there's there's so much we can really learn from each other um how important was it you to both do it it being the queer version because there is the version for straight couples, right? That I believe. Yeah, they just has had been on. second one come out. Yeah, so how that must have been very important, right? To have that representation, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, that was another level of like just feeling guided and feeling uh, like we had a lot of messages or things to share with whichever audience was going to be attracted our way. And so that was another thing where it felt like this is going to be part of the means to how we, you know, spread some of the words that we're meant to <laughs> put out there and yeah I wanted I mean I'm naturally vulnerable so it, I knew that this would reach um you know the queer audience and I was just thinking of you know I didn't have this growing up I didn't have this when I struggled to see myself represented out there and I wanted to be able to show, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly yeah. of the, you know, the human experience, <laughs> not yeah. just the queer experience. Because, like, you know, we said earlier, you know, yeah. we're all beings, and this journey uh, of healing and going through trauma and difficult challenges in life, and what that looks like in your adult life, that's that's everyone's journey. So, I wanted to be able to. Uh, express that uh, and hopefully if it's even one person that can resonate and if it helps them in any way uh, or any form that was I, I felt called to do that so yeah I was actually with my um this was earlier when it was on when it had just aired or was on because you were in the top 10 for a long period of time with one of my younger brothers he's 24 25 and he was watching it with his girlfriend and they're all like group of friends I'm like oh my friend's on that <laughs> <laughs> and he's like really oh yeah <laughs> so you know just to show that it reached beyond right yeah that and community I, which is so powerful i think with reality shows like this i don't think i had ever heard so many conversations of people saying how many times they rewatched the entire series which right. it was very common that people had seen it either two or three times over and how many people were saying how they were pausing it at every major scene so that they could have conversations with their partners <laughs> or like reflect with their friends. And I'm like, yeah, you don't really hear about that with other shows. So there was something very special about mm -hmm. this season that it was so relatable, but then it also shared a different perspectives, which was just mm -hmm. so cool. Right. <laughs> and, you know, you both were, of course, I'm being biased, but you both were very a huge part of that. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank Appreciate you. that. Yeah. So what's next for the both of you? Another season? <laughs> maybe it depends on the premise. <laughs> hosting, hosting it maybe. <laughs> I think like it's been an amazing thing of also like allowing for ego checks to be honest like I literally had some people in my networks where before the launch I was like just so you know if I start going off the rails and I lose sight of things, <laughs> please tell me because I'm like you just never know and there's so many 
like people who get so like, you know, disillusioned by everything that I'm like, I want to be able to still be myself and just have this as like another part of that journey. And so part of it is learning how to keep our egos in check, but then also use the platform because it has been you know, given to us. So talking about things like mental health and advocacy stuff is really important and building that community. Yeah, I I mean, mental health um, advocacy is huge for me to be able to use, uh, especially in the, you know, Asian community uh, with my family history. Um, And I don't think um, you get to see that storyline on if, if at all, um, you know, you know, even just the whole dynamic with like, you know, my gender identity and my family knowing and not knowing and, ha- you know, exploring that. Mm. Those are real dynamics that, you know, especially from coming from an immigrant uh, traditional family background. So I've been touched by how many people have resonated with that and saying we don't get to see that and thank you for you know, being vulnerable and showing that and it has helped them with their family dynamics. So it's just continuing the work and continuing the education, um, even for those who had, you know, didn't um, resonate or maybe it resonated in them, the shadow part of them. So, they, <laughs> it, it, you know, you like either hate true. them or you love them, right? So that's the kind of reaction you get. And so the hate that I've gotten um, through showing my vulnerability has been uh, opportunities as well as, as guideposts for, wow, this is the state of the state of, you know, mm-hmm. the world and this is the state where, you know, there's more education to needed here and more healing needed here. And also reflects back and like, you know, this is not about me, <laughs> you know, so doing that work as well um it's challenging yeah it is challenging that's where the trust and like the law of divine oneness comes into play right just oh yeah really (laughs) trusting the work that we're doing is healing this crazy world and somehow yeah definitely (laughs) and i I love just to go back to the boundary piece for a second because you know i I feel that that's a narrative that's really been talked a lot about on social media recently and in all different capacities but just ozzy when you were able to be like I'm not ready for this conversation right now. Like that's huge. Like, you know, it may have just simply came up for you because that's intuitively what you were feeling. But for somebody to hear something as simple as that and give them permission to be able to be in something that doesn't feel comfortable and to be able to be like, or even just to think something as simple as like, you know what? I'm not gonna go on social media today, or I'm not gonna I'm gonna say no to this, you know, instead of saying yes, even though I wanna say no. Um, to just be able to be like, I'm going to choose me in this moment. Like, that's huge. So thank you for that. Thank you. I mean, it, yeah. it took years, a decade probably, <laughs> to get here. But And it's still a conscious effort every every time. It's a conscious effort to do that. But, it's you know, it does get easier. So, so for those who are doing that work, it does, re, you know, pay back, <laughs> you know, a thousandfold. So, yeah, it's it's worth it's worth working on. Yeah. yeah. But, um oh. Sorry, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had that train of thought. <laughs> that I've noticed it's a trait that Sam always goes, people think you're done, but you're not. <laughs> I know, I have another question coming up in my head too. <laughs> That's why I usually have some sort of like roadmap of questions because then I know I'll just chat for like ever. <laughs> but another interesting point to that is the opposite where um a lot of people don't see what i did me- meaning taking time to say uh well actually having the where the way the w- awareness to go oh my um fight flight you know amygdala is going haywire right now <laughs> and i'm not gonna have have a productive conversation and and to be able to self-regulate and needing that and expressing that that's what i need and walking away and taking the time to do that mm-hmm. wasn't well received <laughs> in the in the wider community so that's something um that i was surprised to see and receive back um but and even during filming it wasn't well received by the producer because they kept going oh really because we're so used to being reactive yeah they were like you know asking me questions in a way where it was like I was doing something wrong by doing that 
Um, yeah. And I'm like, it's, there's nothing wrong with walking away. It's okay to take time. You don't have, because, you know, the opposite of that, if I don't take the time, is I'm yeah. going to have World War Three with the person. <laughs> and that is not, I don't want to go into the unconscious state now. I don't want to have my pain body come out and, you know, yeah. just have salt in each other's wound. That is not my intention and that's not what I want to do. So that's what I was trying to do in the show. Um, and so that is also reflected back to me in, in the comment sections when I did do that. A lot of people didn't understand it. A lot of people were like, you got to have the conversation now. You're a coward. You're running away. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it's opportunity, um, to, to sh- teach and sh- educate and uh, demonstrate. Um, and this is a great format, uh, what you're, you're doing here to be able to talk about that. Because obviously the reality TV format doesn't have space for that. <laughs> well, and I really think that's one of the things that we were meant to share with the the greater community of viewers and followers is like really what our conversation is and how this work happens within a relationship. Because yeah. even just the fact that we have been able to stay in this partnership we also get to hear both sides again where I can also you know from my end also remind people of yeah in some moments there might be those insecurities coming up for me or maybe this has also also to do with my inability to speak my needs in that moment and also talking about it from the side of the person who wants to do things now 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 doesn't always mean that that's the right way to do it that's just kind of the dynamic that's showing up and it's like no again let's take a step back like there's two people here and we are reflecting to each other what our needs are and so um getting to kind of share that message together i think is um is yeah part of what we're meant to share (laughs) you guys i don't know you don't have to release this or disclose this but you guys have to have like a show or something together where you're working with couples like i'm sure the dialogue has happened but that just intuitively came to me like that's gonna happen you know what that that was that's what i would love (laughs) to have is like you know maybe a format where conscious Mm -hmm. you know partnership is in display and honestly with no like you know dramatic narratives like real honest couple could what that looks like um and that would be awesome i'd be i'd be part of that yeah (laughs) and the spiritual piece because that's what's missing in a lot of therapy rooms right i think that would really attract a lot of people yeah a thousand percent yeah i don't know what's i don't know (laughs) well not that we put it out there yeah right (laughs) we're gonna get that call tomorrow (laughs) so you're still doing your readings yeah more about that um yeah no that's been a lot of fun because I very much enjoyed getting to actually like connect with people like one-on-one and so I actually enjoy doing my sessions so um again I call them tarot healing sessions because I love focusing more on that subconscious and the empowerment and reminding people of like their own needs and that connection with self but it's also kind of cool because it's like through social media and stuff, we kind of just like know people's like usernames or like <laughs> handles and we kind of see some pictures. But like to get to really connect with people like that, I have really, really loved and really enjoyed. So, um, yeah, I'm still doing that and seeing what's going to come from that, like dabbling into creating courses and stuff um, for people interested in tarot. So, yeah, just kind of playing around with it. I always tell Sam, like, you you know, it's so awesome what you're doing because you're helping raise the consciousness of the world, you know, one at a time. It's just such a blessing. Yeah. Have yeah. you chosen a date or that conversation hasn't happened yet? No. no. Just enjoying the process, the journey? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're just like we are, very much so. I think, you know, um, well, you can speak more on this, but I feel like it's given us more clarity on uh, what marriage means, right? Like mm. what does that really mean? Is it just a piece of paper? Is it, you know like going through with the whole like expensive extravaganza, you know. Um, but but for me, it's simplify things. Um, it um, was really the commitment that I was looking for to get clarification on. 
And so everything else is kind of like peripheral stuff that we can when we're ready, you know, because it's not, you know, cheap either to have a wedding. Um, so the planning and all of that is so stressful. So it's just that I got, got my answer and that's all I need. And I think for you, Sam. Like, well, I think a lot of people would recognize that we're like the eccentric ones in many ways. <laughs> The widows. <laughs> and so I think even like when we really think about it, the idea of just like, oh, this has to happen and then the engagement and yeah. then the wedding mm. has to happen within yeah. one or two years. Like that's all just like, where do these rules come from? <laughs> so right? for us, yeah. that's why it's really like, what is this partnership? What are we really seeking in this, you know, connection and our own healing journeys that like the wedding just says everything will come in divine timing. And so for us, it's just like, yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> Do you guys feel that there's like, there's nothing that you can handle at this point? Anything that comes up, you'll just work through it? That's how I feel right now. That's really literally how I feel because it put us through the ringer. <laughs> and like just even the, you know, afterwards really processing everything and going through the stuff that we've gone through and to come out of the other end and just like growing in love for each other, growing in more commitment for each other has yeah, it is. It feels like we could do anything, you know, we could face anything. Yeah, we've had some major challenges, just as any other couples have. And what we've always gotten out of it at the end of it is like greater levels of understanding and enhanced communication and trust and, and love and all of those things. And so it almost feels like even when these challenges come up, it's like there's this like tiny piece in the background that's like, oh, what are we going to get out of this? Like, here's an opportunity to learn yeah. something or heal or something. something I can just see you guys like ordering like dinner and like making a moment to like lean into some piece of healing there. I love it. <laughs> Do you ever just take those hats off and just be like, we're just yeah. going to play a game of Monopoly. And if something comes up, we're just going to just put it on a little note. You do have to do that sometimes. Because, yeah. like, you know, the healing thing is is hard. You know, sometimes you've got to, like, take a break from that and have fun and play and be silly and lighthearted. Yeah. So yeah. Um, not that healing can't happen there either. But, you know, some of the difficult challenges, you got to take a break from that as well and knowing when to do that too. Um, yeah. yeah so I'm gonna ask you both if there's anything that is intuitively coming up for you to share be- as we're coming to a close but before I do that I would just love to ask you both um just to circle back to the original episode that we have recorded around diversity and inclusion anything coming up to share with anybody that may listen to this who may still be masked in some way in terms of their sexuality even after watching the show so that would be the first thing to watch the show i would imagine right um but you know even with all this representation i'm sure obviously there's still people that just don't feel that they can really be who they are so there's anything that you would love to share with that person that may be listening to this that is a really good question very good question I definitely do and i'm going to speak from my heart and this is like coming from because you know what I've learned is to be yourself fully, no matter where you are on that journey, you know, feeling like you can't be out, you know, mm. family, feeling like you can't be your fullest authentic self in the work environment or feeling like, you know, you're not your best version yet, but you really want to get there. So no matter where you're on that spectrum, on your journey to be fully embraceive of of yourself because without that self-acceptance and that self-love of where you're at you can't you can't get to the next spot and the next spot so that's been what I've taken away from my whole you know um self-actualization journey is to be okay with where you're at and it's okay you'll get there but you're 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 where you're at you know at the right time and you're on your path always thank you uh, I think I've been kind of influenced recently by this um, Abraham Hicks video that I had found on YouTube that was um, actually recorded just before uh, marriage was legalized for LGBT okay. 15 years ago. 
And it was a really interesting way of kind of reframing everything for me. And like, yeah, I completely agree with a lot of the things that Asya is saying from that perspective. And, you know, being I, I remember so clearly um, being in those situations of not feeling like I can be myself and not trusting what connections or relationships or whatever that I was potentially going to lose and like living in that um, space of fear. I think what that video kind of added another layer to was really bringing it back to that sense of self and really like coming out to the self first and kind of being accepting of yourself and kind of learning to love all those parts of you that you've been you know, told to hate based on this and that and that person and whatever, that it's really that healing journey that will actually, like, we find that over time, the more that we heal those parts that we, you know, have been taught to not like, Mm -hmm. it starts to matter less and less what anybody cares, like whatever anybody else thinks. And you start to care less about who you might lose because you're gaining such a sense of self that you're just like, if you don't see this light in me, if you don't see the goodness in me, and that is your only determining factor uh, as to whether you accept me or not as a person, then I don't know if we're meant to be in each other's lives. And so it's like it reframes everything. And so even in those restricting, restricting with air quotes, situations it's like once you accept that part of yourself you're just you're just gonna go about your day and you're gonna know maybe your family doesn't accept you but you're like you know just so in your zone of love that it doesn't matter (laughs) and so yeah that healing journey is like that self-love and that acceptance is like that just did it for me (laughs) wait out to yourself that's super powerful yeah yeah did, uh, was there something you wanted to add to that, Aussie? Um, I I just wanted to also say, um, you know, I, I love what you're saying there, Sam, because I think if you break all of it down, or this 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 path that you know, the evolution of ourselves that we're 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 doing, is really comes down to that. You know, at the end of the day, is to is it's the self love and self acceptance, and everything else is because of that so um yeah dismantling everything down to that and what are we here for it's to also recognize that we're all connected and so it's like that is like loving everyone and everything and every experience and it's like accepting others when we're accepting our like it's all connected we're all one and when you have (laughs) self-love you 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 have more compassion for another yeah you know so that's just automatically help other people love themselves more like it's all at least that's you know my perspective and I think that's your perspective um and yeah it's like when we remember we're all connected it's like it just makes so much more sense (laughs) and I love that because for a lot of us we underestimate the power we hold because we think you know what can we do and we really can do so much just by exactly what you were both saying Mm self-love spreading that love having compassion that really carries such a strong vibration. Is there anything that you're feeling called to share as we come to an end? Embrace your shadow. Embrace that. And I think we've just learned a lot in our own ways that the more we, because we're in this, like, I guess, we have this ability to share our stories in a different capacity. And we've kind of already broke the seal on that. For us, you know what is privacy in public I don't know <laughs> the more that we're able to like be in our vulnerabilities and share that because we're in a position where we're like all right we already did it let's just keep going then we also invite other people to do the same in their own way and we remind people that it is okay to be ourselves and we don't have to fit into every box and so we're just like we're having an opportunity to really invite people to be themselves and find connection in others and see themselves in us or whomever it is. So, yeah. You're doing such amazing work. We'll we'll put it in the show notes. Just let us know where we can find you both on social media and your website. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Well, did you want to share that? Oh, did you want us to say it? Yeah, we'll say it. And then we'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) 
Sounds a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we're on, well, we have our website. So keepitsaucy.com. Um, and that's with an S in front of Aussie. I was going to say, don't forget the S. Yeah. I forgot the S. <laughs> You're not the first one, actually, in this week. There were two. So, <laughs> I'm like, no, it's keep it saucy. I'm My, my S is there, not just Aussie. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, Sam, S, Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> people thinking I'm from Australia, too. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, so keep it saucy.com. I also have my conscious altruism.com and then the saucy tarot is there. We also have our Instagrams, so yeah. keep it saucy, conscious.altruism, and then Aussie underscore has underscore FOMO. So Aussie has FOMO. We have our YouTube channel. So we have all of the links in our Instagram and stuff. And so we can share that with you and you'll find all of them. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so much. You both are such a joy. Thank you, Thank you for all the light that you share and continue to share. I'm honestly, sincerely really excited to see what else is going to come <laughs> from Saucy. <laughs> no, honestly, I, re- I really am. Thank you. Thank you so much, Laura. This has been such a blessing to have this conversation with you about all of our favorite topics. We hope you've enjoyed that episode of the Laura Sanso podcast. Thank you to our guests. To stay connected to host Laura Sanso, follow her at I am Laura Sanso or at the Laura Sanso podcast on Instagram. To learn more about Laura, go to www.laurasanso.com.